0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Charlie Weston in the Irish Independent, as Shane Beatty was discussing um, earlier, reports that Ulster Bank is to refund thousands of customers after another blunder in what marks the latest in a long line of scandals for the sector. The bank has admitted that it has to compensate 17,000 business customers for a second time after miscalculating the interest it had charged. On loans, it comes after a number of consumer overcharging controversy. Over uh, overcharging—that's easy for me to say. This are um, at the departing bank and at thirty-eight million euro fine for overcharging charging tracker mortgage customers. Now the bank is writing to seventeen thousand business customers to tell them that it has discovered more overcharging on their loans and overdrafts. The bank had initially contacted these people at the end of twenty eighteen to tell them that it had, it had overcharged them and funds were to be issued. Businessman and mortgage arrears campaigner David Hall, who owns a private ambulance business, was one of those affected. He got two letters from the bank with two refund checks in relation to two different accounts. (coughs) Excuse me. James Davy in the Irish Examiner reports that Pepco Group, the owner of the European discount retailer, deals Poundland and Pepco posted a 14% rise in annual core earnings, helped by the opening of 516 new stores and forecast more growth in its new financial year. The group which lists on the Warsaw Stock Exchange said it made an underlining EBITDA, which is a type of profit, of 731 million euro in the 12 months to the end of September, and that's up from 647 million euro in the previous financial year. Revenue rose 17% to 4.8 billion euros, with like for like sales up 5.2% for the group and that has stores in Europe including deals outlets here in, in the Republic of Ireland and Poundland in the North and UK. Naomi O'Leary in the Irish Times reports that the European Union reached a breakthrough overnight in implementing a 15% minimum taxation rate for large companies across the bloc after overcoming a Hungarian veto. Ambassadors of the 27 member states agreed to put in place the minimum element of the inter- of international reforms agreed by the OECD, known as Pillar 2, by the end of 2023. This involves setting a minimum tax a minimum rate of 15% tax for companies with a combined annual turnover of at least 750 million euro. The EU directive has to be transposed into member states national law by the end of 2023, according to the European Council press release, which added that the EU would be a front-runner in applying the global agreement. In the US, a 15% minimum corporation tax rate, passed as part of the US's uh, Inflation Reduction Act, falls somewhat short of the OECD agreement in its design as it applies to companies reported overall book income and not on a country by country basis, raising concerns that it will not prevent the abuse of overseas tax havens. The EU deal was made possible after Hungary dropped its veto, which had been holding up agreement on a minimum tax as well as for the provision of 18 billion euros in emergency financing for Ukraine. Naomi O'Leary also writes that a former diplomat from Ireland, David O'Sullivan has been appointed the head of the European Union's efforts to push for tighter international enforcement of sanctions on Russia. The European Commission announced that Mr O'Sullivan would take up the new post in mid-January moving from his current position as head of policy think tank the Institute of International and European Affairs based in Dublin. As you all know he is to become the new international special envoy for the implementation of EU sanctions to reinforce Force ongoing international actions and contacts with third countries, the European Commission Vice President Margarita Sinas said. Katie Prescott in the London Times reports that a US prosecutor in New York last night described the collapse of FTX, the failed crypto exchange, as one of the biggest financial frauds in US history. The US Department of Justice has charged Sam Bankman-Fried, founder and former head of FTX, with a huge haircut with 8 counts including conspiracy to commit wire fraud on customers and lenders money on lenders, money laundering and violations of campaign finance laws. Frankman Freed, who was arrested in the Bahamas on Monday, faces years in prison if convicted. Damien Williams, the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, said that the investigation into the failure of FTX was continuing and alleged that Brankman Freed made illegal campaign contributions worth tens of millions of dollars to Democrats and Republicans with stolen customer money. And finally, the headline in Le Monde's newspaper is on pension reform and the Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne still hopes to calm public opinion. So it's not just in Ireland that pension reform becomes an issue. Fearing a social media storm, the French Prime Minister uh, obtained from the President Emmanuel Macron a postponement on the pensions presentation until January tenth, twenty twenty-three. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.